Good evening. I'm Lambert Portswell, and tonight the Who's He podcast is very proud to present the Who's He Awards 2011 in association with Coleman's, a celebration of the best and the worst of Doctor Who and Torchwood in front of a star-studded audience at the Norwich Theatre Royal in East Anglia. Before we go to Michael Oxlong, who is watching the stars make their way up the red carpet, let's hear what the Who's He team had to say when Roger Ulick met them earlier today. So, uh, why East Anglia? Well, part of the reason was we wanted to get Stephen Fry to compare the awards tonight and thought being local it, it would be appealing to him. And is he hosting tonight, then? That's quite an honour. Uh, no, he's, people said that Mr Fry didn't know anything about podcasts and it wasn't something he was looking to get involved with at the moment. Well, it's a relief to me. That's the reason. Well, it might be, because you thought we was a bunch of useless, talentless... Oh, hang on a minute there, Tony. We've told you before about your bad language. Also, have you seen the cost the London hotels want to charge for these events? Even exorbitant prices, I'm charging for a ticket. I'm having to sell merchandise in and make a profit. I have a stall next to the confectionery kiosk. Just a few items of Who memorabilia. Indeed. Let's, let's see what we have here. There's a Mr Sindal and a Wenchian cabinet. Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. This is the absolute disgrace. Which, oh, hang on. How did these? How did you get these? It's Marco Polo DVDs, all seven episodes intact. Worked long and hard to do a deal with Zimbabwe Broadcasting Corporation, I have you know. Hmm, might have to come back to that later then. Oh, I'm not sure about the Wang Chung greatest hits though. What are you looking forward to most tonight? Well, without doubt for me, it's going to be meeting John Delancey. Uh, that is, of course, he wins an award. Yeah, as if that's not going to happen. That was the Who's He team earlier today. Now let's cross live to Mike Oxlong. Mm. On the red carpet. Thank you. Well, here I am, standing outside the Norwich Theatre Royal, and I can tell you that the crowd is buzzing, watching the good and the great show business, making their way inside, and the stars have started to arrive. The first I can see is Conrad Asquith. Who can forget his performance as the Victorian policeman? And quickly behind him is John Talents, one of Gallifrey's finest. And now here's Gregory DePalney, whose portrayal of the sacrificial robot is still talked about at Radar. Just a minute, here comes Nicholas Parsons. As we are live from Norwich, it's not exactly a case of tales not expected that he's turned up. And now walking up the steps is the ubiquitous Christopher Biggins. Always a popular star with the crowds, but he has given a lukewarm reception here tonight. And who's this I can see coming towards me? Why, it's Sue Pollard. Mark Gatiss must have given her his ticket as he's currently relaxing on a desert island, although he hasn't escaped her singing there. I thought this was strictly celebrities only. With a flash of the tash and shaking hands with a bored crowd, it's the Chuckle Brothers, the pinups of children's television. That's definitely one for the mums. And finally, oh Christ, here comes Kerry Katoner, the pot pie and pizza peddler next month of the year. She's probably here in a low-key, non-publicity capacity. Yeah, that'll be it. I mean, come on, who invited these people? Well, I think everyone has now arrived. So let's go inside to where tonight's proceedings will start.
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Phil, Tony, and Paul from the Who's He podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, and welcome to the Who's He Awards 2011, where we celebrate the best and the worst of Doctor Who and Torchwood had to offer over the last year. And what a year it's been. We've had astronauts in lakes, nobody being able to die, pregnant Doctor Who companions, Captain Jack copping off with as many men as humanly possible in a 10-hour serial, little boys in more peril than when got onto the internet and finally finding out just who the hell River Song really is. Ah, sorry, Phil, I think your microphone cut out then. Hopefully we haven't lost anything. Some very strong words there. It's about time people knew the truth about him. But tonight, we at Who's He want to single out the very best of what Doctor Who and Torchwood gave us, the public, during 2011. The moments that made us laugh, cry and most of all gasp in wonder. However, not only do we want to single out the best, we also want to single out the worst as well. The cringeworthy. The moments that made you cry out in pain and made you want to hurl your own genitals at the television. And to reward all those wonderful achievements, never mind the BAFTAs, never mind the Emmys or the Golden Globes. Tonight's winners will walk away with this, the much-coveted Golden Question Mark. All tonight's winners have been carefully selected by the Who's He team, who have spent literally minutes skipping through hours of television to pick up those most deserving of this most coveted of awards. So, now that everyone has been seated and the goodie bags have been handed out, we can begin with tonight's first award. And first up, we have the award for Best Costume. Yes, this category is for the costume that really stood out for us here at Who's He. The one costume that made a bold statement in the world of fashion. And our winner tonight is stood head and shoulders above all others, with its retro style and comfy aspects. Paul, would you please do the honours and announce the winner. And the winner for Best Costume category is... The Roger Moore Short Sleeve Acid Safari Suit from the Rebel Flesh and the Almost People. Unfortunately, due to the impracticalities of the suit, the owner met with a tragic accident while showing off his colleagues at work by trying to stop an acid leak. Oh dear. Literally with his bare hands. This means he's unable to pick up the award tonight, or ever for that matter. And now on to the award for Best Actor in the Main Cast. And there really was no debate amongst the Who's He team as to whom this award should go to. So, without further ado, the winner of Best Actor in the Main Cast is... Matt Smith! And excitingly, he's here with us tonight. Really? You're joking. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, but it seems the people on hire want an extra £25 for a speech from Mr Smith. What? Most of these people already paid £99 to be with us tonight. Yeah, not you, Katona. Well, I'm not paying that. But I think I speak for most of the other podcasters out there. I've got to tell them where they can shove this award. They'll be charging for a photograph next. Charging for photos? What aperture would you use? Oh, I think you can guess. Let's move on with our next award. And this one is for Best Special Effect. 
We deliberated long and hard over this category, didn't we, Tone? Uh, well, no, I've never watched the show myself. Eh? Why are you here, then? Well, for the free booze and cafe at home, of course. Now, get on with it. I'm thirsty. By the way, what's, what's the food like? Something homely prepared by Delia Smith, I hope? No, I'm afraid it's the Torchwood menu tonight. Oh, yeah, that sounds interesting. What's that, then? Sandwich and a prostitute. Apparently, they've already thrown out two vicars for ordering the cucumber. Right, then. Phil, would you please read out the winner? And the winner of Best Special Effect goes to... The Minotaur from the God Complex. And please welcome to the stage, the Minotaur himself. Apparently I'm contractually obliged to say, I thought you were mustard in that. Oh God, you scared him now. I know we're in Norwich, but you have to mention mustard. Why don't you just go the whole hog and say horseradish? Uh, sorry, I thought it would be uh, pedantic. But if you're going to go with the whole hog, when you have applesauce? Oh, well, hang on a minute, where's the monitor going? Straight from my stall. Stop him! Oh dear, he's totally destroyed it. It was like a... You mean? Yep, it was like a bull in a china shop. Yeah, there goes the remains of it. What, our credibility? Whilst Paul pulls himself together, I shall announce the next award, which is for Best Guest Actor. Yep, and this was an easy category for us to decide on. The actor to be presented with this award dominated every scene they appeared in. They had the gravitas, the presence, to draw your attention immediately towards them. They felt like the centre of the universe, your universe, our universe. Each utterance that emanated from their lips was sheer gold. An actor of towering stature, who are not worthy to even lick their boots. Bill, snap out of it, snap out of it. Oh, oh, <clears throat> uh, sorry, yes, the, uh, the winner is... John DeLancey. Well, there's a surprise. Unfortunately, Phil, John DeLancey is unable to be with us this evening. However, he did send us a message. Go on then, what do you say? Oh, sorry, I was waiting for my cue. <laughs> Aren't we all? Ah, let me read it out for you. He says, Thank you for this award. It means a great deal to me. However, I bet that creep Phil nominated me, didn't he? Listen, you English bastard. You stay the hell away from me and my family, you no-good podcasting... Don't Andrews, Tony! <laughs> I just wanted a special visitor. Well, she's not coming either. Oh, that's all my dreams dashed. <laughs> And now, we get to the award for the most baffling thing in Doctor Who this year. And as you can imagine, the competition has been very high indeed. Paul, you have the envelope for this one? I have, and I'm quite excited by this. Is it the blessing from Torchwood? Or whether the Doctor and River Song really did get married? Well, here goes. The winner is... The First Mate in Curse of the Black Spots. Does he want any money? No. Well, let's have him up here to collect his award then. Hang on a minute. Where's he gone? Well, this will never be explained. And next up is the award for most gratuitous display of buttocks. 
Mm. This award has been given to a person who is clearly happy to display their buns on any given opportunity. Yes, and the award for most gratuitous display of buttocks goes to... Captain Jack Harkness. Unfortunately, all of Captain Jack couldn't be with us tonight. However, to collect the award on his behalf, please would you welcome to the stage, Captain Jack's buttocks. There was only one arse in Torture, and that was Rex Matheson from episodes one through ten. There never was a bigger arsehole on television. There really was no end to that arse. Oh, sorry, Phil, sorry to be a pedant again. But surely, if he's working for the CIA, he'd be an asshole. That's American slang, you know. Oh, does it matter? Well, I'm just, I suppose not, I'm just, just saying. Yes. Thank you, Captain Jack's buttocks. <laughs> yes, well, there's no, really no need for that kind of... Uh... No, no, sorry. That was me. I was scared when Phil got angry and snatched the wall from my hand. Uh, if we could possibly move on? <laughs> Thank you. And now we have the award for Worst Special Effects. The award will be given to the effect that elicited gales of laughter and drew howls of derision from the audience. Paul, will you please read out the winner? Certainly. And the winner for worst special effects goes to... Broken necked backwards walking CIA agent lady from Torchwood episode 2 rendition. <laughs> and please welcome her on stage to collect her award. Christ's sake, you take all bleed night. Tone, throw the award. Oh, hell. There's no need. You've got the award back in her seat. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure she was coming or going then. Well, now on for the award for best episode. And on this one, we really couldn't agree. So we had to give three awards. Thus, the winners and who nominated them are starting with... You, I think, Phil. What oh. was your favourite? Oh, right, OK. Well, I went for the girl who waited uh, because the direction was superb, the makeup effects were outstanding, the music was absolutely majestic, and most of all, Karen Gillan was fantastic playing the older and younger Amys. Next up, Paul, you went for... The Doctor's Wife. Because I think it had the best dialogue of the series, and of course it gave Matt Smith the chance to give range to all the Doctor's emotions, which of course he was brilliant with. Finally, we get to Tony's choice, and this is where our problems begin. Because we thought he would go with one of the other previous nominations. But, inexplicably, Tony, you've gone for... Well, I've gone for The Long-Haired Lefty, Season 2, Episode 52 from Crown Court. A really broadcast on 2nd of May 1973. And what I liked about that was uh, a couple of newspaper headquarters turns into debate about politics. Despite the best I, don't, the I don't know why we bother. He saw what should yes, be so tied to a chair. Oh, well, now on to the next category.
fancy a wolf for worst costume, and this wasn't a difficult category for us to judge, as there really wasn't much competition up against tonight's winner, who takes the word fake to another level. Tony, will you read out tonight's winner? Yes, the uh, winner for the worst costume goes to... The Gorilla from the God Complex! <laughs> and here to collect the award is a real gorilla. Due to safety reasons, it was decided we couldn't have a man in a rubber suit and fill on stage at the same time. So, come on up! Thank you for attending our little award show. And I have great pleasure in presenting you with a golden question mark. Tell, 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 don't, don't stop holding his gaze. He thinks you're challenging his position. Alright, I know I'm doing Well, uh, we apologise for the breaking transmission. We will return to the Who's Here Awards as soon as we can. Meanwhile, here is some music. Turn to the Who's He team at the Norwich Theatre Royal. And welcome back. We must apologise to the people tuning in at home as we had to leave you whilst we subdued the gorilla with a bucket of cold water. Don't worry, he's now on his way to the Terry Nutkins home for oversexed primates where he will be looked after. Unfortunately, Tony did suffer some substantial damage to his family jewels, but he's willing to carry on. Isn't that right, Tony? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, hang on a minute. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, blimey. That's better. And now for our next award, which is for Favourite Line. Yes, this award has been presented as the line of dialogue that stood out amongst all others. The one line that stuck in our minds and made us quote it over and over again. However, I shall pass the announcement of the winner over to Paul as he forced money into our hands to force his nomination through, bastard. Thank you. And the winner is... No, I just can't say it without lessening its impact. We thought we'd have this problem, so we tried to hire an actor to say the line and collect the award on its behalf. But the only man we thought could do it justice died many years ago. But surprisingly... We've been able to hire his ghost to say the line. So please, welcome on stage, the ghost of Michael Spice. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. I shall now recite the line of dialogue ascribed by Neil Gaiman. 
Another route I failed to save. The second person just vanished on stage tonight. Blimey. Anyway, now, now on for our next award, which is for Worst Episode. This category generated a lot of debate amongst the Who's He team. Hmm. Yes, if Phil had his way, he'd have nominated the whole of Torchwood Miracle Day. But no, we locked him in a cupboard with a copy of Big Jugs to keep him occupied, whilst we deliberated and cogitated to reach our sorry conclusion. Yes, this really is a backhanded compliment of an award. So, the winner of Worst Episode, as decided on by the Who's He team, is... Closing Time! Uh, Unfortunately, there was absolutely no one to collect this award. Gareth Roberts told us to shove it where the sun don't shine. James Corden wouldn't answer our calls. And I couldn't repeat what Linda Barron said as the Daily Mail would whip up another Saxgate-style frothing at the mail frenzy that would end up with the three of us publicly hung by our gentleman parts. So, we're going to leave the award with the milk on the doorstep of BBC Wells and we're going to run away. And now on to the award for Best Music. Murray Gold has been truly awe-inspiring this year, from the subtle variations on Amy's and the Doctor's themes to the sweeping sound from the beginning of The Impossible Astronaut. Yes, has there ever been a better time for listening to music in Doctor Who? Paul, would you please complete the formalities for this award? Certainly, Phil. I know this is an award close to your heart, as mentioned earlier. So without further ado, the winner of Best Composer is... Ennio Morricone for The Ecstasy of Gold as using Doctor Who Confidential. <gasps> That's not the proper envelope. You switch them, Paul, you son of a... I don't know why we didn't use that earlier with Tony swearing. Thank you. And now on to our penultimate award, which is for the subtle nod to a classic children's film. And really, there is only one clear winner. Yes, as soon as this character first appeared on screen, we knew that we had our man. A man of pure evil. So let's not delay any longer, as we're getting quite bored of this. The winner of Subtle Nod to a Classic Children's Film is... The Government Inspector's Impression of the Child Catcher in The Gathering, Episode 9 of Torchwood Miracle Day. Unfortunately, he can't be with us tonight as he's currently rounding up benefit cheats and dole scrounders on behalf of the Conservative Party. However, we sent the award to his office at party headquarters and he sent us this message. Thank you for sending me this most marvellous award. However, are you sure you haven't declared this award as a gift on your tax returns? I can find out, you know, or it takes this one phone call. I will be visiting you very soon. You cannot escape. I will find you. I will find you all. The benefit cheats, the spongers, the lazy. You will never escape my clutches. <laughs> well, what a pleasant man. 
And now we come to our final award of the evening, the award for Best Saturday Night Entertainment. Yes, this really is the big one, the most important award of the night. Indeed it is, Paul. And the winner of this award was chosen by the Who's He listeners. And let's be honest, without them, we wouldn't be here, would we? Yes, we would. I mean, would we be doing this if we cared about listeners? Uh, However, we have no idea what is inside this envelope. Only our listener does. So this really is an exciting moment for all three of us, isn't it, gentlemen? Yes. Yep. Okay, then. So, without further ado, the award for Best Saturday Night Entertainment goes to... Don't Scare the Hare! Oh, Oh, for for fuck's sake. sake!